Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sunday, September 11th, 2022, Allison. For you, it may be September 12th, or it could be sometime next week if that's right. Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud continue oh, yeah, to that's not right. work could together. It could be September 15th, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so, who knows when right. you'll hear this. Could be any time. Well, that's when it worked, right? Or not? Uh, they manually did the last one as well. So Jesus. They, in the 591, that first Sunday, your solo one is yeah, yeah. still not up there. It's not an Apple Podcast. No, they. I think because... They're just trying to get the most recent ones up. I think they haven't noticed that we keep mess. asking them just to do the 591. Just fix it for freak's sake. It was working. I know. I'm not yelling at you. I know. Jesus. <sighs> so it may be time to switch uh, podcast hosts. I may yeah. be done. Oh, these guys. God. What a kick in the... It's terrible. All right. So, um, so there we go. I am... Um, I am not intending to talk about 9-11 whatsoever today. I'm, I'm, I, I, we all remember. It, it sucked. That's correct. Um, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to get sucked into, I don't want to do it. I did it two years ago, um, and mm. even maybe last year, and you can do it, and I, and I read the thing I had written uh, that right. day, minus a page, of course, because why wouldn't there be a page missing? But that's fine. So, the, Alice, the theme of today's show is Take the Long Way Home. That is the theme of today's show, and maybe the name of this broadcast. Because it um, delivers a dividend sometimes. Why does it deliver dividends, Tom? So today, Alice... So our... our, By the way, if anybody does roofing and feels... like doing uh, stuff um, for a bunch of burn barrel spots, let me know. We have trade available. So this week, our um, kitchen uh, ceiling finally caved in because we've had a... Well, kind of. I ripped a lot of it out myself. Okay. But it also somewhat caved in, which is newsworthy, Alice. That's the notable <laughs> thing, okay? Well, we knew it was leaking. Okay. We knew it was leaking. 
And now we can see that it's leaking because there's no more ceiling there. There's just mm-hmm. the roof that, I, that we see now from the kitchen. Fine. That is what it is. So um, at one point, Alice was very good with, um, with what's that called? Draw, drywall? Drywall. Mm-hmm. She cut some of the parts down and put them into bags. Um, and in extremely typical Alice, it's <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. She just filled up the trash barrel here with bags of drywall and then a, a car seat on top, and which, which you know, doesn't allow the thing to close anymore. But she doesn't give a damn because it'll figure itself out. In other words, Tom will handle it as she just, you know, cavalierly threw stuff there. So I was just trying to get the pieces of drywall out of our kitchen and not in the right. Well, they got. Well, you did that, and then you got them okay. in the trash, which <laughs> uh, prohibited us from putting any other trash in there. I, by the way, had an inquiry out to a neighbor to see if they had extra uh-huh. space in theirs, right. and but I didn't turn out to need it. Let's also not be those people who are asking about extra space in people's trash. That's, that's very invasive <laughs> to people. So anyway, that's fine. This is one of the things that Alice does. She's a um, half-ass packy person, and... And she doesn't give a flying F when it comes to throwing stuff out. She doesn't care about what adventure I must go through to make sure these things get sh- I told out. you when the transfer oh, station was open. Yeah. Well, no, I've no, gone no, to no, the transfer no, station on. before. You not only told me when the transfer station was open, but you said you were going there yesterday. Of course, that didn't happen. But that's not the point. I didn't come here to complain about you, Alice. That's not what the story's about. Okay. As usual, bringing the manor house, I stepped up as usual. I packed the car full of... Um, uh, drywall bags of drywall and there are a couple of bags of stuff that were donate clothes that were donate throwing in that bin to I assume be thrown into the landfill but so I did that and then I went to a secret place I go in a different town where I do my illegal dumping mm-hmm. in an industrial um dumpster uh in full sight of video cameras by the way great well no you know what it has to be done because the the way the laws are here, the way the amount of trash they'll pick up, you're only allowed a little bit of trash in this town now. <laughs> so now I have to now break the law. So that's what I do. And so, and my wife is just happy to throw this stuff there. And she, you gives me the wink, wink, nod, Would nod. you prefer I left it on the kitchen floor? Oh, that's the only two choices we had? <laughs> it's remarkable. But it doesn't matter. But, but that's the law. So the town, the town's laws, government, of course, now has made it so that I am now, well, I have been for a while. I am a lawbreaker. I'm fine. I'm used Maybe to this. Maybe you should um, run for Board of Health and be in the contract I'm negotiations a, I got for a, our I got, waste disposal contract. I have stuff going on, Alice. I, I just had, you know, I, I just had the hope and dream that while I have stuff going on and I'm doing stuff, that maybe psychos wouldn't run everything. But psychos do run everything. And you're about to find out how. So, uh, so I go to my illegal dumping spot and chuck the stuff in, bolt out of there. And um, I'm getting back into town, and I, I've already gone. I don't. I want to go a new way because uh, I want to go to the scenic route. There's kind of a scenic route around here, and so I take the scenic route coming back. It's kind of a little. It's fun. It's next to a reservoir and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Take the scenic route coming back, and. You may not remember last year when we talked about the plaques being removed, like the Hannah Ordway mm-hmm. plaque being removed. Hannah Nia Ordway. Yeah. And that was somebody who shot at an Indian who was skulking around the house. And the town, um, the guilt-ridden progressives who do a lot of the running of the town, 
or the Historic Commission, decided they couldn't have that anymore because they couldn't trust that it wasn't just a wanton killing and they made the Indian sound bad. And so they decided because they felt guilty about something that they know nothing about because it happened 300 years ago, but that they're going to take that sign down. As if nothing happened there anymore. No Indian was shot while skulking around. That's gone now. That's fine. But there is another plaque there. Okay. That has been there forever, as a matter of fact. And this this plaque says the following. And this has been there forever. This plaque says, Near this site, a child was killed and nine other persons taken in a Native American raid on October 7th, 1695. All were retaken. So this has to do with the uh, raid of the Brown House, B-R-O-W-N-E at the time. Mm -hmm. And Indians went in and raided the house. And they waited for the guys to leave and went in. And let me tell you how this went. So um, let me just read this. Uh, Do you need me to fill? Nope. Okay, just checking. The Indians had um, secreted themselves. This is from Joshua Coffin. Coffin As in Coffin Street. Right. Mm -hmm. Related to the Browns family version of events. The Indians had secreted themselves for some time near the house, waiting for the absence of the male members of the family who about three o'clock departed with a load of turnips. Makes sense. Everybody's farmers. The Indians then rushed from the concealment, tomahawked a girl who was standing at the front door. In other words, cracked her in the head with an axe at the front door. Another girl who had concealed herself as long as the Indians remained immediately after their departure gave the alarm. Those captured were found and freed, supposedly at the Indian River near Pipestave. It's right behind the the school. I know I've walked here before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Indians got away in canoes and on and on foot through the woods. Contemporary accounts diverged on the fate of the kidnapped women and children. One boy may have been killed at the time, and others who were hit in the head and or beaten by the Indians died not long thereafter. So there's other documentation. One of the Turkey Hill Nine, 15 year old Mary Parker, died of wounds associated with this raid four months later. Hmm. In settling her father's estate, her mother mentions in her account the expense of five journeys to visit her daughter while ill and the expense of constant attendance of a nurse for 13 weeks and the funeral funeral, funeral expenses. Of course, that is... So it seems like that's pretty well documented then. Sure. And there are other accounts saying that all of the children were killed all, or many of them died later from the beatings, like days or weeks or months, including a three-month-year-old. All this occurred during the Indian War, uh, variously called King William's Second War, um, Second War, uh, Second Indian Father Bowden's or Castine's War from the Baron de St. Castine, who had married a daughter of the Matawachando in Penobscot Chief. This one of the many Indian wars ran from 1688 to 1697. Many causes, not least the settler incursion onto Indian lands and European proxy wars, can be blamed. But the spark that ignited this particular conflagration was the fact that Castine's house trading post in Acadia had in its absence been plundered by the English governor of New England, Edmund Andros. And so when it ran around in Maine, came around on Turkey Hill. 
Uh, having earned the enmity, enmity of the Indians and the French, as well as the colonists, Governor Andros proved an exception to the rule that he that the enemy of the his enemy is his friend. His attempt to reestablish the domi dominion of New England, featuring such affronts as high taxes, that are led him to get booted out. But anyway, so there you go. Now uh, you can read in this site. Uh, let's see. Here's another. The Indian attack in Turkey Hill. This was this was written in the 1800s. Hold on. Mary Frances Brown had nine children: a son, John Brown, born May 13, 1965; Mary Ruth House, his father, farm westerly side of Turkey Hill. Afternoon of 1695, a party of Indians, not more than five or six in number, secreted themselves near the house, and after the male members had left. The Indians, Tomahawk, the girl standing at the front door, seized articles, household furniture. Da, 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 da. Uh, everybody taken was John, who's 12 years old, Isaac, 10 years old, Thomas, 5 years old, Joseph, 4 years old, Abel, 2 years old, and Ruth, who was 3 months old. Um, according to, to the captives recover, recovered, oh, what are they? So here's a couple of accounts. The Indians entered the house captain uh, with the captain pursuing them, however, had beaten so... Uh, the but Greenleaf pursuing the murderers was wounded by them, but retook the captives. The Indians, however, had beaten them so unmercifully that they all afterward died, except one lad who was only hurt in the shoulder. Some of them lingered for six months, some of them for more than a year, suffering from their wounds. Uh, one says, uh, one brought were backpack safe, but one boy was killed, knocked the rest of them on the head. The captives were all retaken, but some died of their wounds, said Reverend John Pike. Colonel Thomas Wade uh, wrote, um, in yada yada yada. So there's all any number of people died of these young people. This family, of course, and this is you know one incident out of right. many back and forth incidents right. oh, over of, many of years. So this is so this is um, so this is regardless what happened on Indian Hill was a, an act of sheer terror. Armed Indians went and murdered um, children. And attacked women and children, and that's what happened. They waited till the men's left, and that's what happened there, and it was horrific. You can imagine the screams and pleads to us, uh, uh, dying kids, to his mother who's getting beaten herself and trying to, uh, you know, stem the bleeding or the beating of her three-month-year-old. You can imagine the sure, sheer horror of that. This mm -hmm. is the Manson attack happening, right? You know, this is sheer terrible horror. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's what happened there. Okay. Now, like you were just saying, there was a bunch of bad stuff happening all over the place. All over the place. And there were attacks and reprisals, and there were bounties for scalps, and they paid for scalps. Uh, the governors of Massachusetts and some other places said, you know what? Just whack these people out, these terrorists in whatever. Because that's what they were. And and But the terror was visited on the Indians as well. There's, I read accounts from Indian accounts that are very similar to this. Some more gruesome, some less gruesome. It got so disgustingly personal that that each side started targeting children, including the unborn. Sometimes it was just, it was as horrific as humans can be, which is what happens in wartime. It happens in 1670, and it happens in 1997 and 2022 in some parts of the world. Okay, this is the reality of the world. Okay, right. And in time of that. The bounty system, all terrible, et cetera, et cetera. But what happened in that little house in West Newbury, Massachusetts, on Turkey Hill Road, 
was a family, a mom and children were attacked by a group of murderers. A group of monsters, savages went in and, and murdered these people. I don't care. If you're a white man, an Indian, an Asian, whatever, it doesn't matter what you are. If you delight, as they seem to, in in killing little babies in front of their mommies, mm-hmm. then I, I think you, your soul is dark. And I don't. And it's the, for the settlers and Indians and everybody else in the world. Oh yeah, and I mean this is a long-standing trait of human nature. This sure. happens. In the Psalms, mm-hmm. in the Bible, people talk about smashing babies right. to death. Right. This happens in the yes, it's Iliad awful. and the Odyssey. This it, is how yes. people okay. have treated each other over many thousands of okay. years. Okay. So, Alice. So, remember, I told you the sign reads, Near this site, a child was killed and nine other persons taken in a Native American raid on October 7th, 1695. All were retaken. So, I'm driving today by this sign. I've driven by many times before, and as I'm driving by, I notice that it's, it seems to be a lot more content there than last time I saw hmm. the sign. So I, oh, no, go figure, Sally, fix him. What is wrong? What happened? Uh, we don't know. We can't hear. All I know, the last we, thing I hear is that he, the, it's not Cyril in his room, and I had to let Cyril out. Okay, go tell them that everybody's going to be in big trouble out, if they Sally, don't. Sally, you're in charge. Keep Thank the you. Keep the peace, Sally. Okay, so I drive past the, the sign. I notice more content. There's more, more content. This can't be happening right now. It can't be happening right now. Okay. 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 So I drive past the sign. I noticed that there's more content than what I had remembered there. Because the sign reads, of course, Near the site, a child was killed and nine other persons taken in a Native American raid on October 6, 1695. All were retaken. I back up to the sign. The sign has been changed, Alice. Has some context, important nuance been I would say added? context is a very good word for this. Here is... The site of the Brown Massacre on Turkey Hill, I'm sorry, the Brown Murders on Turkey Hill, where an innocent family was attacked by Indians, is now, forget that, erase that from your mind. This is now what has happened on that site. During the Anglo-Abenaki Wars, of course, the old Anglo-Abenaki Wars, you know. <laughs> we all remember that. Obviously. During the Anglo-Abenaki Wars, the Massachusetts Bay Colony issued bounties for capturing and killing, killing indigenous children, women, and men. Oh, my God. Once again, during the Anglo-Abenaki Wars, the Massachusetts Bay Colony issued bounties for killing ca- and capturing indigenous children, women, and men. In this time of conflict, French allied native peoples raided this site in 1695, capturing and killing members of the Brown household. Hmm. What the hell is that? It seems to me that what we need to know is that in 1695, Indians 
captured and killed members of the Brown household. Because that's what happened right there. What didn't happen was, right there, was Massachusetts Bay Colony issued bounties for capturing and killing indigenous children. Did that happen right there? No, no that, that did not happen. That, that happened in Boston. So that's where that plaque would be for that. That would be in Boston. But no, now it is the biggest, fattest, stacked context sandwich I have ever, ever seen. It was systemic. During the Anglo-Apanaki Wars, Massachusetts Bay Colony issued bounties for capturing and killing indigenous children, women, and men. So get that in your in in there first. So you better marinate in that for a little bit. What's that we're supposed to do? Bathe in that a mm-hmm, little bit. We're going to bathe. Bathe in that for a bit. In this time of conflict, remember it's already been conflict. So so don't so we should have desensitized you by now. So don't get upset with what we're about to tell you. Okay, the Indians were good. In this time of conflict, French allied, in other words, coerced by Europeans, French allied native peoples raided this site. This site, huh? Huh? I think they, they raided didn't a house. Tomahawk a girl to death yeah. right inside the door. They right. raided the site. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they didn't talk like a seven-year-old girl. Um, right. So bravely, they raided this site, capturing and killing members of the Brown household. This is un-effing believable. That this time, by the way, did we get an inkling that this was what was going to happen to the signs? Somebody did mention uh, some context. Wow. <laughs> you know, on We're this day, the whole history. I'm surprised it didn't mention smallpox. In, in this day in 2001, Alice. After years and decades of incursions in American foreign policy that had to do with uh, both natural resources, oil interests, and other international interests, in which um, many uh, Muslims were made upset, and um, in many other skirmishes provoked around the world, in response, some planes were flown into buildings by Muslims. So, But it was happening on both sides. Okay, that's what happened in this. They raided a site. Right. They raided a site. That's right. Two sites, or maybe three sites. That's right. Mm-hmm. They raided some sites. That's it. That's it. There was a lot already going on before that. Don't start the world in 1697 on Turkey Hill, and don't start it in September 11, 2001 as well. Remember, we're culpable for this. You know, we. By the way, the German economy was in the dumps. There was a wheelbarrow full of Deutschmarks. It was down to nothing. They desperately needed expansion. You know, we had beat up the Germans bad as well. By the way. And people had been exterminating each other before the Germans got there. This had been happening for centuries, okay? Before you go saying the Holocaust was a bad thing or the Germans did something awful in World War II. Context. Let's preload, front load it with with pre-roll of 45 seconds of context. This is uneffing believable to me. It's uneffing believable. I was watching it and reading it and somebody was behind me. I didn't notice after a while. And it's funny. I got out of the car to take a picture of it. And somebody went by really slowly, and I thought, I bet you that's probably the POS who had the sign put up there, who ha- feels the need to check on it because he knows it's such an egregious fu. Right. So sorry about that, ma'am, and your dead kids who were murdered outright. No, no, you get lost in a bigger story, a bigger story. Now, the story that happened to you right there is notable for the region because there was a family attacked by Indians, which is a big deal. But we're not telling that story anymore. We're telling the bigger picture. In other words, we had it coming. Well, right. And isn't that the way the whole critical race theory thing works, right? Is that 
it it's not about anything can you stop pulling on that please it's not about anything that individual people have done and are culpable for and are responsible for in the world it's about what the whole systems have done and groups of people have done and the bigger context and all this stuff it's not just about you know the the individual merit or just desserts for the particular people that we're talking about now you're tied sorry Brown family. Sorry, little girl who got tomahawked. You're tied to a whole race of people who did some bad stuff. So now you're responsible for all of that, too. Mm -hmm. So, But it really shows you where this is going because... You know, they're so quick to say, like, this is just about teaching the real history. And this is just about, you know, explaining the context and telling the kid. Okay, well, when you're excusing child murder on the basis of your world philosophy, then you're getting to a weird place, right? And, And that is the end result of a philosophy like this, because they can't have it. They can't have it be complicated. They can't have it be you know those particular people did something bad they that the the simple description of the facts that happened can't work for them because that's not that's not an acceptable answer it has to be about the big picture and the context and the nuance and who was the good guy and who was the bad guy and here's how you understand and it's so interesting because even like You see it with the Ukraine stuff, how everything has to be smushed into this narrative story of who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. It's not complicated. It's not nuanced. There's no corruption in Ukraine. There's no Nazis in Ukraine, even though, you know, last year they were all saying that there was like you can't have that because you have to have a good guy, bad guy narrative. And the problem with human beings is that a lot of the times the facts get in the way of the good guy, bad guy narrative, because a lot of times people are just doing stuff in the moment and it's a lot more complicated than than your simple black and white story right and that's the problem with all of this critical race theories to oh we're just being super nuanced we're going to talk about the context but they excuse i mean they excuse all kinds of things too they excuse all the like the aztec uh, human sacrifice that they were doing too hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. They excuse everything because it doesn't fit with the narrative that ultimately they lost and they want them to be the good guys, right? So they can't, they literally, they say it's about teaching accurate history. It's literally about forcing all of history into a story that they're trying to tell mm-hmm. that doesn't, it, it doesn't fit that. Right. Well, but, but, but I love it how before they present 
the fact that the Indians went in and, and killed this innocent family? Yeah, you have to read two it, paragraphs say, in before yes. you know why there's even a sign here. Exactly. It says, in this time of conflict. Oh, oh okay. Okay, in the time of conflict. Good. Well, can, do we get a big preamble in front of the where the Penobscot Indians were massacred in that time of conflict? Do we get one of those? The time of conflict, yeah. In this time of conflict. These were filthy murderers who killed this, these children, okay? That's just it, okay? And the white people who killed the Indians and killed their children were also filthy murderers, But okay? it really tells you, too, because the left absolutely will excuse anything. Yes. They absolutely. absolutely. And when they come for you, it's going to have been a time of conflict, too. So everything they do to you will be excused also, just to let right. you know. Well, but that's fine. We got rid of the, the team Sachems up here um, in your new Thank report. goodness. Oh, Thank gone. goodness. The that other place really where painful. I was born where they got rid of the, te- the name Sachems it was Winchester, Massachusetts. I'm thinking they probably knew that eventually people would name their sports team Sachems, and they were so offended by right. that. That's why they had to tomahawk people. Well, maybe that's it. Yeah, that's right. It was they. They had a a um, what's that called? They flashed forward and saw that uh, that this was premeditated by mm-hmm. the uh, conservatives. So, the, so I come from Winchester, Massachusetts, where there also the sachems has been changed. I don't know if those sachems, like the sachems we had up here, were responsible for brutally killing children, but but maybe they were. So, here we go. Winchester Conservatives Group, by the way, saw a big Winchester connection. Matt Benton. Class of mm-hmm. 91, his son, Luke, takes karate with my son. I haven't, like, run into anybody from that class for a long time. Okay, here we go. Follow-up classroom activity today in the 7th grade English at McCall Junior High. Tom Shuckman. Same activist teacher had kids separate themselves based on sexual identity, race, trauma, religion, in economic class, among others. In Even the, if you're woke, are you supposed to make kids be open about their trauma in the middle of a classroom? I, I, I guess so. In the who are you below. And there's a thing called sec, uh, intersectionality, race, sexual identity, gender, inter, inter, intersectional identities, relational status, trauma, class, disability, religion. There are many parts that make up you. Read this article on uh, Newzella. And so they separated them. Now... And, and I didn't know you were supposed to force kids out of the closet, too, by making them explain their sexual identities in the middle of the right. class if they weren't ready to yet. Geez. So now, somebody said this should be Jeff Deal's number one campaign issue, gender ideology and critical race theory. Sadly, both are taught to an doctor. So all these people are right. Now, this was also happening, and we may have talked about it, in Connecticut and Southington, where... Um, where Somebody, an English teacher, much the same, handed out something that mm-hmm. had all these definitions, uh, including of um, white privilege, of cisgender, all these wokey definitions, obviously. And so I asked questions about it. I said, hey, can anybody tell me? I'm on the Southington Facebook page. I said, hey, anybody have any news on this thing and like what it means, what's going on exactly? The Southington Talks uh, uh, thing. Southington School Board investigating controversial vocab list. I had the one of the guys from the school board on talk about it. Talk uh, cisgender, bigotry versus prejudice, bias, implicit and explicit, an ally, uh, cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation, cultural humility, institutional structural racism, this normalization and legitimization of historical, cultural, and institutes, laws and regulations that routinely advantage whites while producing harmful uh, outcomes for people of color. That's what that is. Gaslighting, gender versus sex, 
Um, indigenous American Indians. Here we go. This is just some of the lists that they've got. Um, uh, marginalization, social justice, justice in terms of distribution of wealth, uh, opportunities and privileges within a society, transgender, identifying with the opposite gender assigned due to one's sex. White privilege. White privilege refers to societal privilege that benefits white people over non-white people in the same societies, particularly if they are a privilege can be attributed to people of certain certain something genders or sex gender related. Um, sentence items for a safe space discussion. I think. I feel. I wonder. I am not my. So this is what it is. This is the thing that was handed out by the English teacher once again. Oh, there's three sheets. There's one more. It's no, pretty intense for the first week of school, isn't yeah, it? But once again, it's also not English curriculum. But the English <laughs> teacher decided to hand this out. So, How are so the Southington schools on. doing, by the way? With oh, they're crappy like everybody else. So there, here's Cindy says, what's the big deal? Christine um, um, hyphenated, last name, says... Yes, what's the big deal? I'm sure students are aware of these terms, may not exactly know the meaning, so this is giving definitions. There were no other, that was it, that was the only Here's Samantha available says, Do those show up on the SATs? No. Samantha says, Sally, help Cyril get his phone, please. My phone. Okay, Sally can get in. Sally, get you in. Samantha says, I'm so over this. If you don't want your children, high school age children, learning and understanding these terms, then by all means, send them to a private school that more adheres to your, quote, values. Stop trying to control what you deem acceptable at public schools. Oh, so I assume that goes for the same when the Christian teacher decides to teach their Christian values yeah. in English class, <laughs> that if you don't like it, you can send your kids to private Aaron school. Aaron says, so, ellipsis, kids shouldn't know about how people treat anyone who's not like them differently? Got it. One guy, a, a teacher says, as a teacher, I find it's disgraceful. Instructors should teach students to be critical thinkers and have them make their own political decisions. My motto is, I'm a teacher, not a preacher. I wish more teachers would do. He's, he's right, of course. Joshua says back to him, though, all the terms are worth knowing and discussing. The teacher had some of their own implicit bias in the analysis, but as long as they're open to discussing varying opinions, then it's hardly disgraceful. Patricia says, this is not indoctrination. It's a glossary that will provide common meaning to terms and students may use in their discussions. A quick a glance through Facebook will demonstrate how badly our older generations are in, in need of the same. Scott That's says you, there is nothing. <laughs> Scott Scott says there is nothing indoctrinating in this worksheet. Teaching children about uh, ideas you may disagree with isn't indoctrination. Teaching children only about ideas you agree with—that's a very different definition of indoctrination. Wait, so the teachers do teach ideas they don't agree with? Uh, no. This these people are so <laughs> effing crazy. I understand if you want to be a woke person, but the idea that you want the most woke, like contemporary new age crap. Taught to kids, it's not part of the subject matter. So, so there, so this teacher is just freelancing what he's into. Yeah, we're going to talk about this stuff. I know that we could be reading Beowulf right now. We're not going to be. We're going to be doing this stuff, which is essentially the principles and worldview I have, and I need you guys to have it too. So, here's some definitions. Some of it are definitions like cisgender, which, by the way, does not exist. 
is a made-up world, like it's a unicorn word that these wokest leftists have decided is a thing. It's not a frigging thing. All of this stuff is th very theoretical and very, very progressive and flimsy as holy F. It is white privilege. It's just already a thing established no matter what. What about all the other privileges? No? What about two parents privilege? Uh, you know, what about good looking privilege? What about, uh, you know, uh, well, I mean, they're hard trying work privilege? On some of those. I mean, this is incredible. It's freaking incredible. And but in, in this idea, like the one in Winchester that you're we're going to separate the kids. Tell me, tell me everything. Is Rhonda three names? As I look at this very assignment, maybe it could have been worded differently. It's not. It, what is this an assignment for? Yeah, what it's is, not teaching any English. With this said, this is trying to teach diversity and, and the catchphrases that are in Webster's Dictionary. This appears to be a thought-provoking assignment, not a slander. Can we all stop being offended by every little thing? Kimberly says, I don't see anything wrong with any of this. These are real words. In the, no, they're not. No, they're not. These are theoretical. This is theoretical Even horse Even if bleep. you think they're real words, there's plenty of real words that you wouldn't want taught in school. Like I say, this is a religious exercise. These these are religious beliefs. Yes. The idea that somebody has like a gender to their soul that can be born inside the wrong body, that's like a metaphysical belief system, right? That's the idea that there's something out there called white privilege that like infects people's minds with implicit bias that causes things to be stacked against people of certain races because of, you know, this magical implicit bias. Implicit bias tests, by the way, are complete bunk that, you know, they've been disproved time and time again that um, actually, do you know what those implicit bias tests are? They're like, they show you a bunch of faces of like black people and white people and have you react really quickly to test if you like, you know, see black people and white people differently or whatever, just subconsciously. It routinely woke liberal people show up with more implicit bias on those than than like conservative or people who believe that they're colorblind. I mean, all the time, all the time. And they do it that way because then the woke liberals go, even I, who am so aware of these <laughs> issues, I took the test and I showed up with an implicit bias. I encourage you to try it so you can see how implicitly biased everything is. They've been totally disproven. Those tests don't show anything. But anyway, that's like a whole other thing. But these are all quasi-religious beliefs that are part of like the temple of woke here, right? And, you know... There's plenty of words like salvation and theosis and a bunch of other words that I could teach in class that have to do with the concepts of Christianity. And I could teach them in class and they're real words. And I could say that they're important to know so that you can understand the cultural context of the moment. But I still think a lot of these exact same parents would have a little tiny bit of a problem with that. Absolutely. <sighs> Oh, it's making me stressed out because you forced me to send our daughter back to public school this year. It causes me a lot of anxiety thinking about the insanity that goes on inside those buildings. I can't even think about it. All right. <sighs> should we do the chat chat? Um, I guess we should do the chat chat and then we'll take it over to the Patreon show for our Patreon listeners. I haven't previewed any of this. So I can't tell you anything going on. Here we go. Hey, folks. Hey. Don't forget this Sunday. Come on down to the all moronic country club where we're having a special that's September right, 11th right. 
They'll feature Falling Guy fries, Betty Young burgers, oh, no. and our signature dessert, Gray Cloud ice cream. Oh, what a rare treat for you and the kids. So come on down September 11th. We'll see you in the clubhouse. He's making fun of the country club. I understand what he's making Actually, fun of. Actually, you and I are going to have some rem- Remember Teenies tonight, aren't we? Remember Teenies. You know, as long oh. as we stay within our uh, guidelines. That's right. That's right. Remember Teenies. Well done, Steve. By the way, oh, also, oh, we drove past Steve's uh, local again. Yeah, the this new weekend. old oak. The new new old oak. We, we drove right you. past. We looked for him. Didn't see his uh, Pinto in the driveway. Where um where where were we going? What were we doing there? Uh, oh, we were base- going to soccer. Soccer game. Where I saw my son's uh, next to my son's soccer game. There was an incredible um, drone championship. They were racing drones. Model airplane contest. It said no. Forget about the model it airplane. Said mo- it said the drones that were incredible. Did you see these things? I didn't. I was dealing with some kid it's in- issues. Alice, it's the most incredible thing that's ever been okay. done He'll in the show history me of the world. Tell me about it. Did actually. I send that? Did I send you something on this? No, not yet. I didn't send you something on the drones. This is remarkable. Hold on, <laughs> right there, Phil. Phil. Um. Yeah. No, I had um kids who said for months and months that they wanted to go to soccer that then did not, as it turns out, want to be at soccer yesterday morning. So there was a lot going on um, in my world of like trying to keep kids from running away into the parking lot or, um, you know, other things that they can't be doing. Um, Listen to this. This is incredible. Listen to these drones. Okay. Update. Update. Come on. Come on. Send it to us. Come on. Update. Update. No, it, I sent it to us, so we should have it. Let's go. Oh, here we go. Okay, listen to these things scream. There's a there's a course with all these um with all of these um these obstacles that are on like uprights that they have to fly through high and low. It, this they went so freaking fast. I can't believe people can keep up with these things. Listen to them. Unbelievable. Yeah, there was a guy who was doing the play-by-play. It was unbelievable. That was very cool. That was that was that was the name of All right. Driving that train. Hi, oh, on cocaine. Casey. Watch your speed. Trouble ahead. Trouble behind. And, and you know, know that notion just, just crossed, crossed my mind. Anything you'd like to say about that? No, I don't know what that is. Your cocaine body is back, Alice. You it's look so good true. now. You look really good. <laughs> it's not true. Hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. Um, my comments are for the Starbucks guy to start with, the gentleman that wanted a living wage. Yes. Tom, I know that you've had multiple jobs, Alice, I'm sure, as well. And my definition of a a livable wage was whatever I was making at the time I lived on, thus it became a livable wage. Yeah. The other thing that uh, he seemed to be missing is you get a union doesn't necessarily mean things will improve. Uh, You enter into negotiations and some those that's give and take and some Mm -hmm. things you have may go away and some things you have you may keep and other things just may not be what you can get so it's not as simple as get a union and 
uh, make life better. Well, ain't that the truth? The but the and in the on. case of Starbucks, a lot of the Starbucks closed. Well, yeah, of course, but 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 you know, you feel like a revolutionary, and yeah, we got certified. Yeah, and the AFL CIO comes in there, and they take over and nudge you aside, and it's about them versus management, and you just shut up and take whatever they come up with. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to just touch on briefly is Alice's up talking. I don't know if this has come about due to her Zoom calls and executive position, but it has become quite noticeable, and I don't think it was there in the past. So, Alice, take a look at that, because you just come across so well without it, and uh, it's it's kind of a consultant thing, and uh, I'd like to see you lose that. But thanks for the show, guys. Enjoy it every day. Yacht bunny angry. What? Oh. What's up talking? I'm not quite sure. Is it maybe like that? Do you do that? And also, because, do you do that? I don't know. Yeah, when you use rising inflection at the end oh. of a declarative sentence. That is shots fired at Albie. Is there anything you care to say about your academic resume, Alice? No, I take all criticisms as they come. Oh, you you wait. You wait. I'll be there tonight when she lets us do enough in freaking fires <laughs> back. True. I love it. I love it. Hey, Tom, I heard yeah. uh, tell uh, that you had a um, guest and it was none other than Steve Gutenberg. Now, I know he's uh, a big, big thing in the 80s, but once the 90s rolled around, the roles uh, started to, to uh, dwindle for him. Uh, I think uh, the case in point is uh, the movie uh, Zeus and Roxanne, where the dolphin and the dog are a couple or something. It was a weird movie. Uh, one, uh, I guess he would look at it as, uh, you know, anything to pay rent or uh, put food in his stomach. Living wage. That role. Uh, I was wondering if you asked him about Zeus and Roxanne, because that is a bizarre film. No, I asked All him. Right, bye. I agree with you there. I did ask him about Three Men and a Baby, as a matter of fact. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Do, 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 do. Thoughts on Steve Gutenberg, else? I don't have thoughts on Steve Gutenberg, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I don't. I've never thought about him. Steve Gutenberg, say you that know him. Total honesty. Well, you, you've seen all the Police Academy movies, right? Yeah, a long time ago. Have you? Well, there you go. He was the the first twelve. He was the star, and he was in Cocoon. Okay. Very lovable guy in the eighties. And it, but um, you're right. He is. He went away. I don't know uh, if this is true or not, but um, my source is telling Isn't this me the same that. Message? Uh, no, Alice. Oh. Uh, Lizzo is going to play oh. RBG in a movie. That's right, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. What? I don't see the problem. I don't notice anything that would be possibly yeah. in, inaccurate about that whatsoever. Actually, who is the... I mean, the, uh, there was already a huge distortion with the girl who played her a couple of years ago. What was that? Who is the girl? We, we watched the RGB, RBG movie. I didn't watch it. Yes, you did. You and I watched it together. I don't think that it's I a, did. It was starred a real actress like three years ago. I know the movie that came out. Yeah. I forget her name. Yeah, but that yeah. it is also highly inaccurate. You can, can looks wise. You yes. feel yes. Okay. She was not hot. Okay. It's so was the Queen Victoria show that you watched. The girl was prettier than Queen Victoria. I'm trying to get me wounded, Alice, just because you were dragged through the mud <laughs> for your, not... for up talking. 
I was like Queen Victoria. <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this. It is kind of sexy. That if you, if you, I'm into dumb. I'm not saying I know that you're not dumb in the other antithesis of dumb. As a matter of fact, Alice. But I'm into it if you want to act it. You know that, right? I, I like shallow and crazy. It's two things I've historically looked for in a lot of my mistaken relationships that have taken me back years and really had me squander my entire 20s and 30s. All right, last one. Here we go. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, Kids in the Hall are back on, and they're uh, back on Amazon Prime. The whole, the whole cast. Dave Foley and the whole gang. Yeah. Even the music is back. The theme song. All right. So here's the Bye. thing. Here's the thing. I did see that, and I actually watched a lot of the first episode. I don't want. I don't like this that they're three men who are full frontal nudity in that episode. I don't want to see that anymore. I'm good. Okay, I appreciate it, and and I like Dave Foley cute, and now he's not anymore. And they kind of make a point about that in the first one. You know, you know. I like my naked men cute. Is that wrong, Alice? No. All right. I used to. You are just freaking stewing over there. I'm not at all. Wow, you have been I'm off your game for about all. four minutes now. I'm this not... is <sighs> controversy, as uh, uh, controversy, as um, Tony Blair would have said. Who the only, like I always say, the only good thing about 9/11, and there weren't many good things about 9/11. It was a bad day. The only good thing about it was, of course, but but you know what, Alice? What? It, it was a time of conflict, wasn't it? So you know what. Maybe it wasn't that bad. I'll I'll wait till the plaque makers, the woke plaque makers of Newbury, Massachusetts, tell me how to feel about it. Um, the only good thing was he used to say Pentagon a lot. Tony Blair well, did. Yes, Pentagon, 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 and that was fun. Here we go. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and thank you for the constructive criticism. I appreciate that, actually. Yeah, she, she sure does, actually. <laughs> Uh, anyway, if you have more constructive criticism, you can oh, uh, yes. leave messages at the chat chat. That's at burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can also email us, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com, or reach out to us on social media. We are at burnbarrelpod on Twitter. We are on YouTube. We are at facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.